Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Sometimes when you're looking for something, though. <laughs> yeah, it's in your own backyard. It's in your own backyard. Yeah. Uh, there were an estimated five dresses made for Judy Garland's Dorothy who you heard, uh, throughout The Wizard of Oz. Uh, you know, blue and white yeah. checkered print. You've seen the dress, right? Uh, after the filming of the movie, few of them were donated or gifted. Uh, one of the dresses, given to the drama department at the American Catholic University in Washington, D.C., was back in the early 70s, then that happened, and uh, soon after the dress got there, well, they lost it. <laughs> and it stayed lost for nearly half a century, even though there were persistent rumors about where the Dorothy dress might be, you know, hiding out. Now, it's been found. Maria Mazenga is curator of the American Catholic History Research Center. Maria, thanks for being with us. Where was Dorothy's dress found? Well, Dorothy's dress uh, was actually carted out often by Father Gilbert Hartke in the 1970s and 80s. But he retired in the late 70s and died in 1986. And apparently the dress was moved around from place to place or put on a shelf in the drama department at the university and no one could find it after that. So um, what happened was a lecturer named Matt Ripa in the department and operations coordinator, he was cleaning out um, an office uh, there in the drama department getting ready for a renovation and he found the dress inside a trash bin on, on top of a, a set of shelves. Uh, in the drama department and he opened it and uh, the trash bag he had been looking for it because of the rumors that it was around and he opened the trash bag opened up a box inside the trash bag and there was Dorothy's gingham dress sitting in the box probably for 30 40 years so did he and go that, running down the hallway like I found it I finally found the thing <laughs> <laughs> he, he he said he started laughing hysterically because he finally found the thing and then he uh, immediately started posing with his friends um, in the department holding the dress up. So he has photos of himself. And then he brought it to the archives uh, where we can actually put it into a, a proper setting and care for it in a temperature controlled and humidity controlled atmosphere. What would you imagine that dress is worth? Well, the last one that sold, first of all, we have one of six existing dresses that are known. Um, none of our, them are in the public at this point. There may have been as many as 10, we're not sure. Uh, so so 10 may, were perhaps made, we have one of about six. But anyway, the last dress uh, sold for $1.5 million at auction. 1.5 so million? Yes, 
Uh-huh. And um, people have been already making offers to us, uh, you know, to auction it off or to buy it, but we're not planning on selling it at this point. But it is worth a lot of money, we're, we're guessing. What, what kind of condition is it in now after sitting up there all that time? Yeah. Uh, well, it's it's in pretty good condition. So we, so to, to, to kind of verify, you know, the, the Smithsonian has the ruby slippers and several other costumes from the Wizard of Oz set. So I called them, they're right down the road from us. I, I, I contacted them, sent them an email, showed them pictures, and uh, they wanted to come and see the dress. And their, their curators came and looked at the dress and we discussed some of the similarities between the different dresses. And um, there's a pocket in the right side, for example. Her name is written, I think I sent you this picture, her name is written by one of the MGN uh, studio hands that wrote on most of the costumes um, inside the dress. Uh, there's also tearing in the blouse, this is to answer your question, tearing in the top part of the blouse because apparently Judy, it was very hot on the set, 100 degrees at times, and after long hours of filming, Judy would often pull the shirt off and rip the top of the dress. I had originally th thought that the rips in the dress we have, because there are tears up around the top part of the dress where the straps sit, um, was, you know, because the, the dress was damaged. But after the Smithsonian folks came over and we discussed it a little bit more, it appears that might be even more verification for the dress because it tore when she wore it. But what? otherwise, the dress is in pretty good shape. Why did uh, you guys get a, a, one of the dresses to begin with? Yes. Well, Mercedes McCambridge, who won a, a supporting actress uh, Oscar for her role in All the King's Men, another nomination for uh, her role in Giant, same position in Giant, um, she was a, a famous radio actress and an actress, and she came to the university as an artist in residence from 1972 to 1973. And Father Gilbert Harkey liked clothing. He liked costumes. He ran the department. So it appears she gave him the dress because of his love for this kind of costuming. And we're not quite sure how she got it. There are different stories that she was friends with Judy or she had gotten it at an MGM, you know, back lot. Somebody just handed it to her. So we're not how, sure how she got it, but she's the one that gave it to Father Hartkey in the early 1970s. In in the intervening years, post losing it, pre-finding it, what was that like for you guys thinking or knowing that it's probably still around, but then it's kind of like this campus legend, like, yeah, we used to have a Dorothy dress, but now no one can find the thing. Oh yeah, frustrating, because um, there were these rumors and no one could find it. Of course, there are fears that it could have been stolen by someone. Um, so yeah, I mean, it was it was you know unfortunate and frustrating. But Matt found it, so we're happy. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Maria Mazenga, curator of the American Catholic History Research Center. Uh, you want to see it? KNX1070.com. Got the picture right there, or at KNX1070 on Twitter. And yep, there's the tear right on right the there. Uh, shoulder of the blouse. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.